When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. The Army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world, and to win. Ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. The Varsity O presents Sooners for Life a podcast focused on celebrating the careers of Sooner greats and highlighting their insider knowledge on current sports programs. Learn more at thevarsityo.com. This week, Jessica Cootie sits down with Dimitri Flowers. What's been going on? How you doing? Uh, life's been great, and honestly, you know, I uh, started law school at, uh, at OU, so I'm back in Norman. I've been living here, uh, watching the games every weekend. Unfortunately, a tough one last weekend, but, you know, we always find a way to bounce back, so I'm not worried about it. But life is great. You know, I really can't complain. Um, I'm in a great position right now. I'm just trying to take advantage of, of everything, every connection that I've, you know, made over the past four years. Yeah, so... I know you're going to OU Law School um, once you kind of retired and decided to kind of go this route. Um, how much has what you did at Oklahoma and the people you met here and, and everything that you were able to establish here kind of help you fulfill that dream of going to law school now? Mm-hmm. It's huge. Um, you know, really thinking about thinking back on it, I could, I could say for a fact I wouldn't be at the University of Oklahoma College of Law if it wasn't for the fact that I played football here. Um, and it's it just it's the connections I made. You know, I had great letters of recs. Um, a lot of people could attest to my character what I did for not only the university, but for this community over four years, you know, outside of the the grades that I had, which were pretty good anyway, it was, okay, we know he's a great person. You know, I just had a, a lot of things working for me in, in that direction. So we hear a lot about how um, OU prepares you guys for the next level at the NFL or the professional football level. But once you get step out of that, how much do you feel prepared for the real, real world that doesn't involve football because of what you were able to do at Oklahoma? Um, you know, that's, that's a tough question. I mean, I wouldn't, it's not like we took a specific class on once you're done playing football, what do you do? I think it 
it, it goes back to, you know, when I, when I finished, I, I called my, I called Annette, who was my academic advisor. You know, I, I talked to coach Riley about what I wanted to do. So it really just goes to show, you know, just the family connections and, and all the people that you meet over the course of four years. Like it, it doesn't end when you graduate, you know, you continue to have all those same numbers in your phone. I can reach out, I can text any of them right now and, and get information that I need it to. That's awesome. Okay. Let's talk a little Iowa state. Um, let's go back to the first big play, the 75 yard touchdown back mm -hmm. in 2015. Lincoln Riley has said that is his favorite play since he's been here. We got to go back from the start. Okay. The first offensive play of the game for you guys. I you mean, know, first you, one. you knew it was coming. So walk us through how it was. No, coming. but like, I didn't know it was going to be the first play. And the funniest part about it is, is we ran it all week against our defense and it did not work one time. <laughs> It did not work one time live against our defense. And so we I didn't even know if we were going to call it in the game. <laughs> and so I think they go down and kick a field goal maybe. I don't know what happened. But we get the ball. We're in the huddle. And Link, Link looks at me and he's like, all right, we're running it. <laughs> we go out there. And I'm just like, there's no way this is going to work. There's no way this is going to work. And sure enough, 75 yards later and a touchdown, it worked. It was incredible. It was so funny. <laughs> So when he first kind of drew it up, what what were you thinking? Like, okay, this is this is pretty salty. I mean, well, I we so the first time we learned about it, we learned about all the plays we're going to run for the week and Monday and in, in our position meeting. So Coach Bowler was was just explaining it. Like he wasn't drawing; he was explaining. It, and I was so lost. And I he I was like, wait, you want me to go here and then block and then go and then run and then it was just so much and. It worked. <laughs> I mean, he's a genius when it comes to plays like that, stuff like that. But I mean, it was it was so funny that whole. Okay. So you find yourself completely wide open. Are you thinking I can't I can't drop this ball? I can't oh, drop 100%. this ball. I better get to the end zone. One, there was no one around me. So I mean, and there, it was a loud stadium. I swear the ball passed right over the lights because I lost it for a split second and I got scared and <laughs> and I just put my arms out, caught the ball, and I was like, okay, now my next thing is I can't get caught from behind because there was no one around me. So if I get caught, I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> and it worked out well, I'd say. You talked about him just being a genius, but just take people through what it's like kind of going through a game plan with him, how – you know, we, we've heard some former players talk about he'll draw something up and you're like, coach, that's not going to work. And he's mm -hmm. like, just trust me, it's going to work. And then most of the time it works. So what's it kind of like getting to really be up close and personal with that mind? It's it's honestly astonishing. That's the best way I can put it. I got to experience it as a player um, from that aspect of, of running the actual plays. And then I came back to coach for a little bit and, and got, got to sit in the meeting rooms with going over the game plans. And it was just it was truly amazing just to see how his mind works and, and how it goes from one thing to another, how we see stuff from one play that against a team two years ago that, and he's like, okay, we're going to exploit this. And and some of us are sitting there like, there's no way this is going to work. And then sure enough on game day, we, we run it eight times and, and it's a positive play. It's just, how did he know? And that's, I think that's what makes him special is he just knows how to create anything out of everything. So we've seen obviously some big plays from this offense throughout the years since he's been here. But what does it mean to you that your play 
is his favorite. Oh, I mean, I knew it was his favorite because I I know that I was his favorite player. Um, <laughs> he can't he can't really he might not admit it, but he knows that I was his favorite player. So you kind of got on his nerves though sometimes, right? Because you would <laughs> like coach, draw me something up, give me the ball. Yeah, well. I mean, I had to. We, we we had so many weapons my sophomore and Joe, Samaje, Didi, Shep, me, Mark. It was like, hey coach, I'm here, I promise. Like I, I can do it too. And then finally, like senior year, he was like, All right, you know what? You you get it, you get it, you do whatever. And he and I, that was really the year that I just kind of took off a lot more and, and he finally started to trust me and realized that I, I was right. So that's why I'm his favorite. All right, so let's go back um, to Iowa State the next year. So Samaj P. Ryan is hurt. Joe Mixon is out. And you guys, it's going to get the ball a lot. Um, yeah. In Ames, obviously it's going to be a little bit of a different atmosphere, mm-hmm. but just take take us through kind of the game planning for that, knowing that you're going to be the guy and you really hadn't been the guy with the ball in your hands like that in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, so we we knew Samaj was going to be out and um, – so we were shorthanded on running backs. We had a couple others injured. Um, so I just threw, you know, during practice, I would go run a drive at running back here and there just in case, like worst case scenario, I had to go and didn't really, I think I would ever, you know, go in. I Like, like we said, I'd never had an actual handoff in, in college yet up to that point. And so we get to the game, we're in the huddle, warming up, everything's good. And then again, first first drive of the game he looks at me he's like meet go to running back <laughs> I'm just like what I, I I it could have happened but I didn't think it'd be first play like that but you know I think it I think it just goes back to the trust that we had in each other and um and that's why he's such a great coach is he he knows what he can get from his players and he wouldn't have put me in that position unless he knew I could do it couldn't have done it so 115 yards on 22 carries uh how gassed were you after that game? Oh, I was so tired. I mean, I was exhausted. <laughs> you should have seen me walking off that field. <laughs> it was brutal. Grass stains everywhere, but it was so rewarding. It, it was it was truly one of the best one of the best games, one of the most memorable games I had in college as well. Yeah, you know the fullback position is so important to this offense, but a lot of times it doesn't get a lot of the glory. You don't get a lot of the plays, so. To, to have that opportunity where you could kind of be the guy that Lincoln called on and relied on and this team could rely on and you have a big day on the ground that day, 115 rushing yards. What is, what does that mean to you looking back to on it now? I think, I think it's just, it, it's just that I'm just more happy for it as, as the terms of any fullback can do it. You know, it's like fullbacks just aren't some, some guys that aren't athletic and, and, and can't do a lot of stuff. I think that's the stigma that they get a lot of times. So I, it was, it was kind of just like, put a sly smile on my face. Like, yeah, I told you I could do it. Like one of those things. And and so it's not, it, and it wasn't, I'm not always looking for the glory or every game or anything like that, but it did, it was a great feeling to go out there and finally show that I could do it too. So I do want to go back because I remember talking to you when you were here and when you heard that Lincoln Riley was going to be the offensive coordinator, you were a little bit concerned about how you would fit into his offense and you had a conversation with him and he reassured you that you would be utilized. Um, Can you take us back through that conversation and just how reassuring it was that, you know, even though he hadn't used a fullback much before he was going to figure out a way to utilize you. So that's what, that's what it came from. Um, Just did my research on, on the hire um, and 
looked at the East Carolina uh, roster and there wasn't a fullback listed. And, and obviously that was kind of concerning to me because um, my role coming in was when I was being recruited was to be uh, a tray. And so he didn't use a tray. And so it was, it was kind of concerning to me. I voiced my um, concerns to my coach and, and then I ended up meeting with coach Riley. He basically said, look, like you just have to trust it. I'm going to, I'm going to play my best 11. And if, if you're one of those and you'll be on the field, um, but you have to give me an opportunity and, and just like I'll give you one. And so I stayed here, obviously, and um, rest is history. What does that say about, I mean, you talked about him being a genius about, you know, how he, you know, designs his offenses, but he had never really used a fullback before. And now it's such a huge part of what this offense does, how he can kind of evolve to the personnel he has. It's not just yeah. getting people that fit him. He kind of makes people shine with what he has that's the thing you know he, he first conversation we were at he said i'm gonna play my best 11 he he's he's, he's a genius offensive mind just a genius mind in general he, he finds matchups he finds weaknesses he exploits them and he puts us in he puts his players in the position to succeed and that's all you can ask for for a coach and he does it so often and it's it's really hard to to not love him for that What's it been like for you? I know you're super close with JD and Trey, and there has been a long history of fullbacks here, but to see how deep they are now, and I mean, you're talking about the last, two, well, the two games this season, they're all over the field making mm -hmm. plays. You got Jeremiah Hall, Braden Willis, Austin Stogner's in that room now. Just, um, again, the emphasis that's been put on that, the depth they've been able to build, and the way that they kind of wanted to come in because of what the groundwork had been laid for them before. Um, it, it, like I said, it goes back to tradition. Uh, I probably wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for Trey. I mean, that's how they got me here. Uh, Jeremiah, I hosted him for one night and he kind of told me the same thing. He's like, look, I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you. So it just, it just speaks to the people before us. It's like, you don't, you don't want to be the one guy that they recruit that just doesn't produce anything at this position. Cause like you said, this, this fullback position at OU is a known thing. So you don't want to be the one guy to mess it up. So are you saying, okay. You can make an argument for quarterback you, O-line you, running back you. Are you making the uh, argument right here now for fullback you? Oh, 100%. I don't even I don't even think it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't think it's close. You are seeing, you know, you guys make some plays. You've made big plays. Jeremiah Hall catches touchdown passes, Austin Stogner. But really, you have to be a jack of all trades. How, how, how do you go about being good at this position? And obviously, Shane Beamer's done a great job at, at evolving it as well. But you're not just focusing on one thing. you got to do so many yeah. things. Yeah. Um, it, it, you just have to be coachable and you have to keep an open mind. And that, that was how I was able to be on the field as much as I was, as I was able to do so many different things. And, and that's, what's important about this fullback H back position at, at OU is, is Lincoln's Lincoln's going to move you all over the field. If you can be on the field and you have to be able, and if you can't be able to do it, you won't be on the field. And again, it's best 11 on the field. So if he wants you to run, block, catch, he's going to find a way to do it. And if you can do it in three different plays in three different places, that just makes it, makes it harder on the defense. So he, he loves to put them in a bind. How do you go about, though, preparing? You know, you said being coachable, but you have to be able to be an excellent blocker. You have to be able to catch long 75-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> run the football 22 times in a game, you have to be able to do all of that. How do you prepare yourself for that? You know, it's just, it's just fullbacks are just the greatest athletes on the football team. <laughs> 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 
and so it's, it's really hard to just it, they're just built for it you know what i mean it's and all jokes aside it, it, it's just you have to be open-minded it, it's a, it's a team first mentality you know he could have told me to run into a brick wall and i would have done it for this team it, it's just really comes down to selflessness and at the end of the day you just have to do it whatever's asked of you for this team to win the game all right so you were part of teams that had to bounce back following very tough losses mm-hmm What's what's the key to a bounce back? Um, like what they're going to face this Saturday? You shake it off and move on. Um, I'm my prime example. My sophomore year, we had obviously Bake as a sophomore. We were we were still young, just like you know Spencer's young. We lose to Texas. Come, shouldn't have happened. You know all that, and you, that whole week of practice was just fierce. It was angry, and we go out and we beat K State fifty five to zero, which is you know not a walk in the park team at, at that time that they, they weren't known for getting beat like that. And it, that's, I, I've talked about that multiple times with different people is it's, it's really that next game is going to set the tone for you for the rest of your season. So how are you going to react? And I think if they come out this week and, you know, practice every day, like it's, like it's a game. And then really you just have to forget about it. You can't, you can't dwell on it anymore. If you just dwell on it, what, what good is that going to do? So, I mean, they just need to go to Ames, take care of business and take it one game at a time from here on out. And again, we've seen you guys come off losses and still make it to be able to pursue the ultimate goal, which is, you know, the college football playoffs. So I guess how important is it for Sooner fans and and everyone else kind of around it to remember, hey, this season's not over yet. It's huge. Um, you know, you see a lot of stuff on on social media and just a, a lot of bashing and stuff. And, it, and it's quite hilarious to, to see. And I have to really refrain myself from replying and going off on these people. But, you know, it's 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 still look at the history. I mean, look at 2015, look at 2017, look at even 2018. Well, we still made the playoff and we still 2019 and 2019 still, still had a loss that shouldn't have happened. And, and here they are. So, I mean, it's, does it suck? Absolutely. But you know, sometimes it's, it's what a team needs just to really focus and realize that, okay, we're not as good as we thought, but we still have the potential to be one of the best four teams in the country. So let's go show the country that we can do that. All right, Dimitri Flowers, as always, appreciate your time. And Absolutely. knew you had to get some uh, selling yourself in there about <laughs> fullbacks and fullback use. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, anytime. Thanks for joining us for Sooners for Life, presented by the Varsity O. Learn more right now at thevarsityo.com. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.